So hi, this is Aaron Orlando reporting for the Revelstoke Mountaineer. I'm joined on the phone by Minister Todd Stone. We're here to talk about uh, the BC on the Move transportation plan, which was announced last week. Uh, Minister Stone, thanks for joining us. Hey, it's good. It's a pleasure to be with you, Aaron. Um, so f one of the things that really jumped out at me on the plan and is a bit of an enigma is the uh, Illa Silhouette project. As far as I know, that hasn't appeared on any other plans. I understand it's a four-laning uh, project uh, east of town here. Can you tell me a little bit more about what that is? Well, we are, are getting on with the, the design and the technical analysis for a four-laning four project uh, in the Illa Silhouette area of the Trans-Canada Highway. This is a uh, one of a number of, of, uh, of, uh, of sections of the Trans-Canada Highway that we're, uh, we are going to complete the design work for. We're, uh, we're also looking at uh, Donald, Donald East as well as uh, uh, the um, uh, Salmon Arm West. Uh, there's, there's work uh, underway uh, east of Kamloops as well. Okay, so there's no indication of uh, how, how many kilometers uh, this project is going to be and uh, when it uh, looks to be slated for construction. Well, we're just doing the, the uh, initiating the design process here, so uh, the, the the whole focus of, of doing the design and the technical analysis is to uh, put a really tight scope around uh, how many kilometers uh, should this uh, should this project actually entail? Is it two kilometers? Is it five kilometers? Uh, uh, and uh, what 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 are the what are the uh, the, the potential alignments uh, and, and other related improvements that uh, uh, that should or, or should not be part of the project? So we do all of that work first. We make uh, the decisions on on that project scope. We're then able to uh, uh, to uh, attach a a, a, a much uh, tighter uh, cost estimate uh, to the project. So. Good news is uh, that work uh, is, is, uh, is now well underway. Okay. Uh, another project uh, that was um, announced, uh, and, and it, it's been referred to in the past, is the uh, variable speed signs, um, and that's west of town. Um, the announcement said that they're coming. They're coming for the stretch uh, west of Revelstoke, but we don't really know how many kilometers they're going to cover, how many signs. It's it's a it's a trial uh, setup. So I'm wondering uh, how big is the, how big is the project, and what can you tell me about it now? Well, yes. Well, one of the uh, one of the more exciting uh, uses of new technology uh, that will help improve safety on the Trans Canada Highway will be uh, the installation of a variable speed zone. Uh, we're actually going to pilot uh, these variable speed zones in three different uh, locations around the province: uh, the Sea to Sky Highway, the Coquihalla Highway, and uh, one yeah, will be west of uh, Revelstoke. Uh, we haven't determined exactly how many kilometers the zone will be, although I anticipate it would be somewhere in the 10 to, to 15 kilometer uh, range. Uh, and uh, the, the way the technology works is uh, through the use of sensors that will be embedded in the road and, and, and radar, uh, we will be able to uh, uh, adjust the speed, uh, speed limit that will be on electronic speed signs, which will replace the current speed signs. Uh, we'll be able to adjust uh, that, uh, that, that speed on the electronic signs uh, uh, via our traffic management center in Coquitlam based on uh, the weather conditions at, at, at any particular time. So if, uh, if, there's, if, if the conditions uh, uh, become very treacherous, uh, there's heavy snowfall, the, roads, uh, the road is in, 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 in uh, you know, difficult condition, uh, we'll be able to dial that speed down from, you know, say, 90 kilometers an hour to perhaps 60 or 70 kilometers an hour, which would be a more appropriate speed for the conditions at that time. 
what's your indication of how effective this is? Um, obviously, on the highways around Revelstoke, the winter conditions are the issues. We get snowstorms and it gets bad really quick. Uh, are, are these in use elsewhere in the world, and uh, what have the results been? Uh, this technology uh, is in use in, in different parts of the world, uh, a, a lot of use in Europe in particular in, in, in uh, geography and climates uh, very similar to British Columbia. Um, the technology has proven to work and work very, very well. Where it, where it has been in, in installed in other jurisdictions, there has been a direct uh, correlation uh, between uh, the use of this technology and a decline in, in the number of, uh, of collisions and fatalities. Uh, the technology is expensive. It's not, uh, it, it's, uh, uh, it's not technology that we're going to be able to install on every uh, kilometer of highway around the province, but, uh, but certainly in, in, in uh, sections of corridors like uh, west of Golden, for example, or west of Revelstoke, for example, where, where we do know that the conditions can change very, very quickly and the highway can become treacherous very, very quickly, uh, that um, uh, installing this kind of technology there is going to make uh, the highway safer. Mm. And the commitment is to get uh, the first trial system in here locally in 2015? Uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, our goal is to uh, is to get the, the technology installed uh, through the spring and summer, and, uh, tested in the fall, and, and uh, be in use uh, in time for uh, next uh, winter season. There was a short passage in the new transportation plan that talks about um, decreasing the length of highway closures and using new uh, uh, intelligent, uh, responsive, real-time systems to do that. There wasn't much more information on that. What, uh, as you know, uh, long highway closures uh, following serious uh, MVIs are a big deal here in Revelstoke. What can you tell me about those initiatives that were announced in this transportation plan last week? Well, we, uh, we identified in BC on the move our tenure transportation plan as uh, one of the priorities uh, in, the, in the improving highway safety uh, section uh, that we're going to work with provincial policing agencies and other incident response partners, uh, our, our, our state partners, uh, to reduce the, the duration of highway closures. Uh, there, there's a, a multifaceted strategy that we're pulling together to, uh, to, to make, uh, make that that a reality. Um, we'll have a lot more to say about it in the coming months. But what it will involve is looking at um, uh, the, the implementation of additional avalanche control uh, technologies uh, to, uh, to, to do a, a better job at, um, at, at minimizing the impacts on, on our highways of, of, of avalanches. Uh, we're also going to be um, uh, looking at how can we do a, a better job of, of of making it easier and faster for coroners and, and accident reconstructionist uh, professionals uh, to arrive on an, uh, on an accident scene. Um, far too often the coroner and the uh, uh, an accident reconstructionist with the RCMP have to drive in from Kamloops or Kelowna, for example, to attend to a, a, an accident scene uh, in, in the Revelstoke or Golden area. That, can, that alone uh, can add an extra four or five hours onto uh, the, the length of time that the highway is closed. Um, what we would like to see is we, we would like to see a, you know, a, a coroner based in Revelstoke, if that's possible. And we're working with the, the uh, Attorney General uh, to, to, uh, to, to make that uh, a reality. Uh, we'd like to also see a, uh, the RCMP um, uh, put a, or station a, an accident reconstructionist individual somewhere uh, in that corridor, whether it's in Revelstoke or Golden. Um, and so active discussions are underway there as well. And the last part of this is, is, um, is also traffic management, how you actually... Um, manage the, the traffic when there is an accident or a closure due to, a, due to an avalanche. Uh, how, how do we do a better job at, at coordinating all of the, uh, the, the different agencies involved?
involved. Um, as far away as, as the Alberta, Alberta um, on the east side and perhaps Kamloops and Salmon Arm on the west side, to, uh, to, to get traffic to stop flowing through uh, to and, and all suddenly become bottleneck, bottlenecked uh, somewhere in the Revelstoke Golden area. Uh, and, and when an accident uh, scene is actually uh, cleaned up and the highway is reopened, how can we get that traffic moving even faster? So there, there's a number of, of, uh, of traffic management protocols that uh, we're also going to put on the table uh, and, and discuss with all of our, our road safety partners. The plan, the plan talks about uh, making improvements to Drive BC, which, in my opinion, has been a success uh, of the BC Transportation Network over the last 10 years, and certainly something I would check before going out uh, on the highway, especially in the wintertime uh, for, for a trip out of town. Um, does that involve improvements to Drive BC, or, or maybe you can tell me a little bit more about uh, th how this uh, integrated system is going to work? Well, we, we did identify in the plan uh, at, at one of the commitments enhance and improve uh, driver information systems. Uh, that will include uh, further enhancements to, uh, to uh, the Drive BC website, which by the way is uh, uh, one of the most successful uh, uh, driver information websites uh, uh, in North America. It receives uh, the, the, the website hits and, and the, uh, um, the app downloads of that, of that, uh, of that, uh, that, that system is, is staggering. Um, but there's more that we can do to, to improve it. We're also going to look at uh, installing more overhead uh, message boards uh, along uh, various highway corridors, uh, updating the technology there, and, uh, and, and looking at uh, uh, some upgrades and enhancements in our traffic management center, which is a lot about technology that people don't see behind the scenes, but that's critical to uh, ensuring that, that we're able to respond to ever-changing weather conditions uh, on, on our, our highway corridors. One, one last question, uh, Minister Stone. Um, Premier Christy Clark's speech at the 2012 Union of British Columbia Municip Municipalities Convention is something that uh, continues to be a topic of discussion locally. And, and at that time, there was a $650 million commitment uh, over to spend $650 million over 10 years on four-laning uh, from uh, Kamloops to the Alberta border. And it also, that speech also said that four-laning is an objective um, however, you know, a, a big project like Kicking Horse, the last four kilometers, is it could cost up to f between 400 and 650 million dollars. So obviously, that sum does not mean that uh, the highway is going to be completed in 10 years. What, w realistically speaking, you know, when we're talking about four-laning the rest of the the provincial stretch of the the Trans Canada, w what is our target time-wise for for doing that? Well, it is going to continue to take some time. Uh, there, there's no no question about that. Uh, you know, remember we we have uh, 47,000 kilometers of highway in British Columbia uh, through some of the most treacherous uh, uh, geography in North America. Uh, we do our absolute best to, to spread those uh, investments around, improvements around uh, the province, uh, so as to benefit all British Columbians. Uh, we we do have the most robust uh, infrastructure, transportation infrastructure uh, program in the country. We've spent 17 dollars since 2001 we're going to spend another 2.5 billion in just the first three years of our 10-year plan and i got to say that the trans canada highway is is a is a, a, a an absolute top priority uh for uh, for continued investment dollars what we said in bc on the move is that we would like to um, it's our intention to, to lever up the 650 million dollars over 10 years to uh to, to, to some number uh, north of 1 billion um which will include uh a, a, a dollars from our, our federal partner, which has been a good partner to date, and we expect will continue to, to, to be so in the future. 
Uh, we've got projects underway um, uh, in the Monte Creek uh, Pritchard area. We'll be blasting Hoffman's Bluff east of Camloops this summer, which will be a huge safety improvement when that's four-laned. Uh, we've identified as, as priorities uh, uh, in terms of next, the next projects on the Trans-Canada, the, the uh, Illa-Silowat section, uh, Donald East, uh, west of Revelstoke. Uh, the the Malakwa Bridge is actually under construction right now. Um, and uh, continuing four-laning from uh, Hoffman's Bluff right through to Jade Mountain east of Chase. Um, the Kicking Horse Canyon is an interesting one because in addition to everything I've just said, um, we do want to finish the final four-kilometer section of Kicking Horse. Mm-hmm. The challenge is, is that that four-kilometer uh, four section is uh, potentially going to cost upwards of $650 million. So to that point, we've made it very clear to our federal partners that we believe the completion of the Kicking Horse Canyon is a national priority. It's a project of national significance. And therefore, the dollars, uh, the federal contribution towards that project, we believe, should come from the national component of the Build Canada uh, Fund. Uh, that would enable us to move forward with uh, with those more final four kilometers on Kicking Horse, as well as all of those other projects, which I just mentioned uh, elsewhere on Trans-Canada. And uh, can we anticipate, uh, ahead of the federal election, an announcement connected to the, the remaining $350 million you're hoping to get out of the uh, federal partners? Well, uh, you'll have to ask uh, your, your federal member of parliament <laughs> that. Uh, uh, I certainly hope so. Uh, and, and I will say, uh, uh, again, that the federal government has been a, a very good partner uh, for British Columbia on infrastructure upgrades to the Trans-Canada Highway uh, up to this point. We see no reason why that, will, that won't continue. Uh, we're having very active discussions with them uh, behind the scenes. What we've done, however, through BC on the Move and the release of our tenure transportation last week, we've made it very clear to, to not just uh, the federal government, but to residents uh, up and down the, the Trans-Canada cor- corridor from Camelot right through the Alberta border, we've made it very clear where our, where our priorities are. Uh, so we look forward to, uh, to finalizing uh, uh, the, the, the next batch of projects that we're, uh, we're wanting to get on with as soon as the, the federal government confirms its priorities. Todd Stone is the Minister of Transportation and Infrastructure for British Columbia. Uh, Mr. Stone, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. You bet, Aaron. Uh, anytime. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.